I'm sorry. I told Terry about my my dark days in college and it, it brought up some feelings. Well, honey dick, that was a long time ago. You're not that same person you were. You, you get it, there is a darkness inside of me. It wants to get out, wants to walk around. It wants some walking around money and it wants to buy some shoes and it wants to, it wants to walk up with the people and say, hey, Gator don't play no shit. You hear, you feel me? Gator never been about that. Never, never been about playing no shit. Gator might not have been about that, but we are. Welcome in to the Me and E show. Don't know what episode we on. I think we're episode 75? Jimbo Covert, we'll call it, we'll call it. And on today's episode, we're going to talk NBA playoffs, ups and downs, what we learn as a Bulls fan and as a basketball fan. We'll talk a little bit about Bears OTAs kicking off and uh, get down with it whatever we can. So, as always, sit back, relax, and strap it down as you tune into the vibe of the Me and E show. We are in the three-man weave without E. Shep Russell, Des Jones, Mark Jones. We in the place. Come vibe with your boys. It's something about this beat. No, 50 had, you know, I argue myself. I don't say I argue myself, but you get my drift. Like I argue that the pinnacle of hip hop for me was probably 95 to about 2005, 2006, like that 10 year run, I will put up against anything. Mm-hmm. Like the bangers, like the people that just came and just took over the industry where that void was and, 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 and I, I give 50 his credit because first of all, he's a he's a businessman. He's a genius businessman. What he's done with the power series has been unbelievable. Um and but him as a rapper though, those those beats were just so iconic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Like I said, yeah, yeah, M and, and Dre and you know, coming off of what he was doing. Yeah. Bro, he took over. That summer, he took he just that that whole album just that was just banging, man. Yeah, man. I I got the uh, I had the underground version, so it had had some of those songs on there cut up. I was like, man, who is this? And all of a sudden, he blew up. Yeah, I I didn't even realize until I mean, like recently in the last what year, less than a year, where Fifty was on react with onyx like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i didn't like somehow i had a mental block and like that's one of my favorite albums that no one really talks about uh, shut them down 98 like that was a sound that that album was that summer's 
soundtrack with DMX is Dark and Hell is Hot with both those albums. Def Jam, Def Jam, Def Jam was killing, bro. Yeah, because El Nino can El, El Nino with Death Squad Nino, was yeah, yeah was was yeah, uh was that out came too. Out, DMX, uh who else came out? Something else was going there. So it was oh uh, no, it was hard it was Onyx. It was wasn't it Foxy? No, well, she no Foxy that. was before that. Foxy was before that. Yeah. Foxy was that was, was like that was like ninety six, ninety five, ninety six. I remember with Touch Me, Tease Me with Case. Yeah, I had that on cassette, not even on CD. <laughs> that's why. So that's why I was at. No, there's a there's a delineage right there. Uh, but that out, but that summer though, just like so when I hear that beat, that takes me back to two thousands. You know, just, just, just. A great summer of just riding around. That's what I call riding around in the shot down Michigan Avenue, just blank, just bumping, and just uh, having a good time. Yeah, you R and B and all that. Yeah, everything was just flowing. Missy Jagged Edge. You know what I'm saying? Like that whole Bad Boy was doing that thing. Oh, Bad Boy for Life. Yep, sure was. Fat Fab Fabo was 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 just dropping. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was just and was, and, and, and Def Jam South was starting to start kicking off. Yep, around 2004, 2005. Yeah, towards the end of it, bro. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. again, with with, with Outcast, and then like you said, R.B. Drew Hill. You can't forget. I mean, Drew Hill was ludicrous. Ludicrous. Yeah, he was another Def Jam because he came out with Southern Hospitality. Oh man, that's another one. That beat that that that. I remember the first time I heard. Uh, throw them balls beat that that Neptune beat that. Oh my gosh, that's such 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 classic. It's, it's just it transports you. Like I said, that was like to me the pinnacle hip hop. But that's not why they're tuning in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can talk. We will say the hip hop for the miscellaneous. But like I said, episode seventy five of the Me and E Show. We've been all around and all around the world and I, I, I um, have been on uh, Cali back and forth graduation season. Uh, shout out to all the graduates of 2023, particularly one Trayvon Caleb Jones who will be graduating this weekend. Uh, Congratulations. Uh, it's so freaking weird, man. It hasn't hit me. Shep, so I got to ask. When Darius, well, I mean, you had, but no, you had Sean, you had Desiree, so as well. So when they were graduating, how did you? I'm trying to. I don't know if I should get the tears out, like in my closet, beforehand, after, like it hasn't. I don't know what to do with my emotions just yet, and I and I'm not one of those guys usually that hides his emotions like i'm pretty you know you know me like i it's pretty much always on the shoulder right like i, I wear my emotions on my sleeve but like i haven't no i i don't know what to do with it like from going from with with des you know where we, we moved our parents our child our child at home you know and i didn't i was so focused on just getting stuff done that i didn't really have a time to like let it sink in that when I was pulling out to go to the airport, that was the last time I was pulling out of that driveway. Uh, 
I got excited for like two seconds and then that was it. It was time to <laughs> Yeah, it was just like they, I was just, they still had to go. Was yeah, still I was like on the move. So I don't I don't know how to feel about this one though. This is like the first one. So I need that big brotherly advice that you've always that big cousin advice that you've always been able to give through humor or through example, either or but I, I need some intel how to manage this weekend. We got a dinner Saturday and then Sunday's graduation. So I need some insight on how to, to handle this because hmm. from here on out, it's going to be like every other year, someone's graduating. Like next year, um, we have some friends grad. Well, my, uh, my other, well, Jeff, our, my, other, my nephew, my nephew Isaac will be mm-hmm. graduating. So I'm, I'm going to probably come, come up for that. And then the following year, so two years from then, like the twins will be graduating, you know, and then like, two years after that, Levi, it's just, so it's crazy right now, right? Yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm in that, that, that stretch. So what can you parlay? Oh. What can you tell me as I enter this season of life? Well, here's the thing. What, what's basically what's going to happen is, you know, being a father and you know, being trying to make sure everything's going smooth and, and everybody's where it's supposed to be and you'll be wrapped up in just just getting there, uh, making sure he's got everything that he's supposed to have, uh, make sure he's set up. And that goes all the way to the, to the speaker coming to the mic and starting the graduation. And then that's when you realize like, oh, damn, we're here. Okay. You know, and then it's just, you know, just waiting for him to cross that stage. And while you're waiting, you're kind of taking it in the view. And then at one point, I'm pretty sure you're just going to realize, like, this is his moment. And then you start wondering, like, is he taking it in? How is he doing with it? And then it, it, it's, just, it's a sense of calmness at that point. It's like, okay, all right. And then you're going to get to the stage. You're going to walk across. You're going to get up and, you know, I don't know if you you know, you know how we do. They say, you know, try to hold back your applause. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bump that. Bump that sign. I'm coming in. Yeah. Shoot. Please respect the next person because yeah. we're trying to move along. And I know yeah, it's a nah. big school. So you're going to do your little hips like, woohoo. You know, I'm, but I'm, co- um, I'm coming in. I'm coming in like the bad rapper. They try to shush me. Yeah. Tell them what you meant, Sin. You know, that's how I'm coming. You know, and uh, I mean, mostly it doesn't hit, it doesn't really hit anything uh, until after. And you get that that first hug again. That's where it's going to happen. You got to hug him, you know, and depending on how emotional he is, because he might be in the middle of emotional, like, man, I did it or whatever. Or he could just be taking everything in, just just excitement on him or, or whatever. Or he could just yeah. be like, eh. Yeah. I'm, so I'm, betting, gonna, I'm betting more so it's going to be kind of a meh. Like, I just, it, it and, could be. And your, your emotions are going to be based off of his emotion. Okay. Okay. I so, like, I, uh, I, I, told, I told Lee he's going to be like, meh. <laughs> Everybody, like, you know, meh. Everyone's like, oh, congrats. Yeah, I'm a good news look. And he's going to be like, yeah. you guys are embarrassing me. I know. Are we going to go get some meat right now or what? Are we going? Yeah, right. Exactly. That's, that's, 
That's what I'm expecting. Like I, I think there was there was more emotion his last football game that I think I'm gonna have when he had graduated. That was yeah. that was a, that was super duper emotional. Yeah. Like I was, and it's, it's crazy because Darius, he's he's an emotional cat. So I remember he graduated eighth grade and he was just he was hugging his his, his boys after the graduation and then because they knew they were going to different schools and my dude had tears running down his eyes because he knew that they were separated schools. Uh, so anytime he gets something going to graduation, uh, you know, we did our hugs and everything like that, but it was an emotional high school one, um, you know, but there's been times where, you know, me and, me and him give a hug and, and, and it's emotional. Yeah. So, so yeah, like I said, I, 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 I think with, with Trey, most emotional, there's been a couple of times during the divorce. There was a couple of times where he just, I, you know, he was young, so he didn't understand what's going on. So just to hug him, say, "Hey, everything's gonna be cool." Try to you know soften the blow as much as possible. But the one, like again, like I said, the one I'm saying is that that hug after that that game, and he, I mean, he played such a, you know, you talk about leaving it all on the field, and he left it all on the field, and and really played solid and to come up short, and it's that that hug, and I just told him I was like. You know, I was super duper proud. It was a, it was a pleasure to to, to watch him compete, mm-hmm. and now not being able to do that, at least at this stage, that was like when he got emotional. So I don't, you know, this I kind of this has been expected. You know, what I mean, he's top yeah. hundred hundred and twenty in his class out of I don't know twelve hundred kids, fifteen hundred kids or whatever. So you know, he's in the top ten percent ish of his class and. I mean, it was, a, it was a formality. It's just now that mm-hmm. this is over, that's like treating him like giving him the space and to, to, to start making his own decisions and be an adult. And and that's – but I've always felt like he's always been older than he really has been anyway. Now, mm-hmm. He might not always act like it, but he at least had the under the, the wherewithal. Des, what do you feel like? What As an uncle, what do you feel like? What is your emotions going to be just to – to see as this comes comes up for you. Um, I've been trying to play this over in my head. Uh, and I'm just listening to you talk. And as I try to pack here, like, you know, I graduated from high school in 13 years now. And, um, you know, I look back on just high school graduations overall. I'm just like, Man, those people that I had a chance to kick it with, you know, at that time, you know, some of them I miss because some of them I ain't never seen since, you know, that day, right? And, you know, there's been some people that's passed away since then. And so uh, I think in the moment right now, you know, you know, Trey and I may, may not make much of a deal of it, but, you know, as time goes on, it's going to be like, Man, like that was them, them years, you know, even though like it was some rough spots here and there, it was actually fun, you know. And, you know, he or at the same time, he could be like, yo, I'm super excited that, you know, that part of my life is over, you know, because so, sometimes high school is just not for everyone, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and there's some people that really uh, like took the time and thrive while they were in high school. So, uh, peaked think, in high school. <laughs> yeah, or, or, yeah, very well peaked in high school, right? Yeah, but I think 
this weekend. I think he's going to take it in. Uh, I think he's probably going to be more emotional when it comes time for him to move to on to the next phase than he is right now, like when he goes off to college. Yeah. I think that's, I know for me, when I, after I graduated, you know, I still, you know, when I graduated from high school, I still worked at the high school uh, I graduated from. I worked that summer, you know, and, uh, you know, to save, save some bread, you know, get some money, spend some money, you know, do, do stuff that a teenager would do, right? And I know when I first moved to college, that's when, you know, like all the tears is falling in. Like I, you know, bawled out that day. There's, certain, there's a couple of times in my life that like I just bawled out crying. And, you know, the very first time was when, you know, Mark, when we. When we Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. No, no, no. Uh-uh. We're not doing that. We're not talking about that one. I mean, you can say it, but I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not talking about. It. You're not getting me to cry on this podcast. I've been pretty, pretty solid with my emotions thus far. Well, it, uh, I mean, did it, bring it, it up. Yeah, I, I mean, did do. It. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm just thinking like this. That was probably the first time like I, I was just overwhelmed with emotions at the time. Like. Yeah, I think back to that trip and, you know, throughout the whole trip, you know, me and Mark would just give these looks and we wouldn't say nothing, you know, because we just knew what was coming, right? And, uh, <laughs> Here we and, go! And I think that day I was overwhelmed with emotions. I think the next day that I was overwhelmed with emotions was when, um, you know, I made that transition, that that phase to the next next life or next phase of my life was, you know, day one of college. Um, you know, when parent had my parents, uh, had an ex at the time, and we ain't gonna um, talk about that. <laughs> uh, We're you know, not it, talking it, about that. And just uh, at, at the time, you know, just a lot of emotion. So I was more emotional then, at then. You know, at that transition point, then I was at graduation. At graduation, you know, time to appreciate, you know, everyone. Because, like I said, a lot of people, man, I ain't seen since since I graduated. And I think, you know, I think that was really sad because, I mean, it was a lot of great people. Um, Like I know for me, it'd be it'd be different for, for you know, it's still different for you and Trey. You know, y'all probably still have high school to go back to, whereas like me, I ain't. I got closed doors to go back to. Yeah, you got you got yeah, Seton, RIP Seton, Seton Academy. Uh, yeah, I mean, mine technically moved, so it's yeah, still yep. it's a little weird. Mine's now a, a a church, which is crazy to say, but um, though our our senior portrait is still up there, still hanging out, which is crazy. But uh, yeah, no, you're right. What about for you though, as an uncle though, looking at it for, our, how are you, your emotions going to be looking at this? Uh, I think for my uncle, I'm like, all right, this is this is level one. Like there's bar, like you know, what I'm saying, like there's from you know both sides of the family, like you know, there's there's levels that you know we want him to, to hit, you know, like. Like and this is just phase one, you know. And I, I'll be excited for him to 
the I'm excited to see him, you know, walk the stage, but you know, I'm reminding him like, all right, now let's get to work. Let's appreciate the moment that we're in right now, but let's like this this is this is was expected, right? This is the 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 bar, this is the minimal bar you needed to cross. And so now let's work on the next, let's get let's get work get working on the next bar, right? And I'll be glad for me, I'm I'm glad he's graduating, but I'm I just know that this ain't the end of the story, right? Like I wanna see him like this is the this is the minimal threshold, you know, and I'm saying like this is you know, this is the given. You know, now, now it's like when the real work starts. You know, what's next? What you about to do? What you about to go on and work on next? So. Solid. I hear that. I hear that. Yes, sir. like I said, I wanna. I, I. I could be either. I, I'm. I'm just. I'm just kind of what going with the flow. You know, if this was a. Uh, um. <laughs> this I, I feel like Qui Gon. Like whatever right, the force wills, I'm I'm good. Whatever God wills, whatever 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 this is, is going. Let's just let this let this. If the motions come, they come. If they don't, you know, mm-hmm. it is, yeah, it you'll is you'll, it. you'll know on that on that initial hug. After. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be the. You're right. Uh, as as, the, as you walk up to him, okay. The like the eyes, yeah. Yeah. The I like, yeah. You don't know if that's You're like, okay, we're good, we're good, we're good. But then if he does a little little, little lip thing, like like, oh no, 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 come here, boy, come here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm trying to I'm gonna try to keep it I'm gonna try to keep it put like, like just because I want to I won't be I won't be horrid. I won't be horrid, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. trying to be I, I would just say, I would just say, just make sure you get, make sure you spend time with the like the people that rock with them, you know. Yeah, like, this is yeah, this ain't about your uh, the thing you the thing that stands out to me that I think both of you all, Chef and Des, you spoke about was this is his moment. So I'm just being there to congratulate him. Just kind of just get the hell out the way. You know what I mean? Like just make sure. That's the time goes. You get there. You just want to have your, your 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 three four seconds. You know, letting them be proud, and then you just kind of stand back and watch every, you know, everybody else had a moment with them. Yeah, yeah, get your quick photo with them. You know what I'm saying? Proud parent, and then just the only thing is he doesn't really have like, like he doesn't have the one thing I wish he had more of was some, and he does. He's got his friend Emmanuel, um, but he didn't have. Like I grew, I had a group. I had a group in the high school. I had groups. I like I was just very, you know, I I had layers to me, you know, with the people. I was very well protected. I won't say well protected, but I had a lot of love. I had a lot of different avenues. Where Trey doesn't really have that. That's my, you know, like he he's got just a few like friends, and I even won't say or or acquaintances. Like they're not really like those friends you're gonna talk to. 20 years on the road. Like he might have one, you know what I mean? So, but so at, at the same time, point, it, it's obviously by design. So. Partly, partly, I think just part of it was, I mean, his, his teammates, he might be like cool to dap up and whatnot. Um, Cause again, that's still a bond that just doesn't go away really. But. And, and, and that's why I say it goes back to, you know, what I said, high school ain't for everyone. You know what I'm saying? Some people's like, yo, I'm glad I'm turning this high school page. Yeah. 
know what I'm saying? And I think he has like a mixture of like, well, I'm glad that's over with. And a mixture of like, I, I'm gonna miss this time here. Because uh, I mean, he's still carving out his future, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's got, wow. and he's, he's got a little, you know, I won't say a stopping point, but it's really, a lo- I will say a launching point. He's not going directly to like a four-year univer- you know, university. He's doing a Bible college thing just so he's got a nice fundamental foundation for where he wants to do after his two years there. Um, so we'll see. It's going to be an interesting weekend um, to see everyone's reaction. And I'm really just – my key thing is I want to see how this starts the realization for like particularly Levi and Chloe because that dynamic is now once Trey out the house, that's now it falls to Levi. So hopefully he can raise up and, 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 and be, who knows? Maybe it brings balance to the force. <laughs> Keep it with Star Wars theme. Hopefully, hopefully, because you know I'm tired of the Clone Wars. You feel me? <laughs> you dig? I'm, I'm tired. I'm I'm, I'm tired. I, I need I need definitely balance will be nice. So, um, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an interesting weekend, and uh, I look forward to just kind of going with the flow. Hopefully get some bowling in, um, something, some fun, some fun stuff outside of just going, eating, and, and sitting. So, uh, speaking of eating, these, we've been very fortunate over this playoff season with the NBA. Um, there's been a ton of news from, ton of stuff going on, really, between from the, the crazy games, the... You know, the, congratulations to the Denver Nuggets getting to the, you know, getting to the final, sweeping the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, although it came out today that LeBron was playing with uh, a torn tendon in his foot, was it? Was it a torn tendon? And, uh, I saw something yeah, about something. Uh, something. He had, he had torn tendon in, in, in his in, – he had some injuries he was dealing with. He was playing injured um, and still playing. I mean, he wasn't – um, you know, he, he wasn't, he's still effective, very effective at the age of 38, almost 39, still averaging almost a triple double. Um, again, no help. And I, I, and to be fair, the Lakers, no one expected the Lakers to be there. Like, like they were, you remember the beginning of the season, like there was people were arguing, like the, 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 the the Lakers were the Chicago Bulls shield because they were, they were off to the worst start. Nobody was really talking about the Bulls. Cause we're like, can you believe how bad the Lakers were? And then they make all those trade changes and all those trades. And then, you know, uh, from right about the all-star break and then kind of hit a groove and never stopped until just now. So, uh, but shout out to the Joker. Um, why, why is the league in love with is Joker? Is it because of the skill or for the fact that he doesn't look like he should be what he is? <laughs> you know, like he answered it right there. He looks like a dude from the Y. You know what I'm saying? Like just a he looked like he could just pull up at any Y and just be that dude. 
Yeah. And, you know, and he's not doing anything. He's not super athletic. He doesn't shoot like Steph with all the dribbling. He's just, no, but he is a very effective, almost throwback player. Yeah. Because yeah. He, he took over that last game in the fourth quarter. You know, to, to you know, well, Jamal Murray did, you know, did his thing already, but I don't know, man. Like he's always in the MVP conversation and 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 has been winning it, which in itself is just I don't know. And Denver's not like a mainstream team that people watch. Like you go through the season and the primetime games that Denver was on, it's like you don't you don't see Denver that much. You know, so for him to get these MVP votes and, and this recognition, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's out of this world, man. And and I think it's more so he's consistent in his play and the fact of these other superstars are inconsistent in their play. Ooh. You know, so, I mean, you got, you got can I use an example? You know, like the Lakers started off bad. Like LeBron and AD, like they requested an AD the whole year. But AD's a, you know, he could be a dominant force and has been, you know. But injuries have derailed him. But they used. They, did you hear they called him? So I, I don't know who it was. Am I? I don't know if it was Malika Andrews. It was someone called him half man, half a season. I was like, Ooh. oh god, oh. god. I was like, Oh my gosh. But but the other one, you know, we're looking at it right now, and it's odd because we're sitting here, you know, we're talking about Jokic, but the the rhetoric uh other than his past two games has been Jimmy Butler is a Hall of Famer. But during the season, during the season, we're just like, you know, if Jimmy Butler should have you know, if he had played this way throughout the whole season, he would have been MVP. Yeah. You know, so I was just like, where are these, where are these, these moments? Players are getting moments and they're not doing it consistently throughout the year. So and that's where Jokic, he revels in. He's just consistent throughout the year. He's, he's going to get you the double double and uh, he can hit for 40 points in any night that he could, you know. And, Defensively, he's down. He's, he's a defensive person down low, and you know, so you know that's that's why he's in there. Even John, Giannis, he was kind of up and down throughout the year. You know, he barely made. You know, he was challenging him at the end as far as MVP wise, but yeah, but he got hurt. I think once yeah. he got hurt, that kind of took him out the running. You know, and then I the still whole say Joel Embiid thing too. I you think know. Embiid, uh, to be fair, if you're looking at stats or anything, Embiid deserved it because that, as we've seen, that Philly team is dog crap. You know what I mean? That team is is terrible. Yeah. And, but he, again, it's a regular season award, not all, not all totality seasons. Because if it's a totality season, then, yeah, it should have been Joker. But just going regular season, Joel, yeah. It was worse, but I think this is the end of Joel. I, I honestly think this is the roller coaster has has already hit the peak and it's start it's on its way down. You know, the front of the car is on its way down. You feel me? Yeah, I mean he's, uh, <laughs> I mean he's not head Harden direction, James Harden, because he ain't switching teams like Harden. But 
Yeah. You know, James Harden came through with Houston. It was MP conversation. And then you just like they get to a certain part in the playoffs and it just disappears. Like you just it's funny if you think about it, his best shot since Oklahoma City, where he was coming off the bench. His best shot was with Chris Paul before Chris Paul got hurt because he had they had the Warriors oh, team had, down three yes, one. Yes, that was his best shot. Yeah, and I think he was like that was the, wasn't that he had like a he was like a zero for twenty five from the three point line for the rest of the series or some something stupid like that. It was mm-hmm. so. And you know what? I, I want to. I'm not changing gears, but. I, I I think people need to apologize to Milwaukee <laughs> for oh oh for yeah Miami yeah, yeah they I mean, dog they dog my um, Milwaukee for losing to Miami like they were just like bums dog and them so much they fired the coach yeah <laughs> fired the coach Giannis got you know started getting into it with a reporter and now with a dumb yeah a dumb question like what do you think about that? like. Like you asked me this question already. <laughs> like, how else you want me to answer? Like, yeah, but I I gotta give Giannis credit for being like that wasn't just a practice answer. That was like a legit no, like And he was this, trying to say it as nice as possible, right. as respectful as possible. Right. And it just took it like, you know, but you you should have been you're the number one seed. You should have took them out and everything. Well, everybody else is fucking losing these cats too. Yeah. Yeah, and it, but that that's just how the NBA is right now, man. You ain't got to be hot during the season. You ain't. You, now they got the play-in, and you got two teams that were in the play-in, and they're both sitting here in the uh, conference finals. You know, one just got knocked out. but And one's know. up 3-1. One, well, about to be 3-2. Three, 3-2. Two. Three, yeah. two. Let's call that. But, yeah, uh, it's 3-2. Woo! What was the score? 107 to... Hold on, I gotta look. It's like oh, they, they, cut, they cut it down to ten, though. I mean, it's a minute left. It's over. Yeah, it's one hundred seven ninety-seven. But they Not got them that. Oh, at the third stream, so it doesn't matter. I know matter. it's over with. It's over with. I mean, but still, I'm just surprised that they. Now for my 10. bet. Hold up, I think I I got my I made my bet. Shoot. Uh oh. Nothing like show money. Well, I, I, I need Miami to score one more point. Desma, go ahead. Uh, what was I say? So, um, when it comes to the, to the Joker, I've been trying to process this because again, he, you know, he looks what what he does out there on the court. He doesn't look like he he should be doing right. Like right. I was just watching him play. The dude is so smart on the court, and I think LeBron talked about it the most when in the last like press conference that he had. Like, you know, he got it. He got it up here. You know what I'm saying? Like. And he he plays the game. He plays it so well. And I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw this this word out there, and so that I can get the buzzer thrown at it, right? Thrown at me. But the thing about Denver, right, is that they had consistency and continuity. Oh, I didn't get the buzzer. No, you're not gonna get the no. They have. I mean, that's I can't I can't argue with that. And I think that helps so much. Like, Car- like, is it George Malone or is it Carl Malone? Because I always get the two names mixed up in my head. George, George, George Malone. Carl Malone. Know, isn't it Mike Malone? Yeah, or is it Mike Malone? I mean, I it's I Mike Malone. Mike, yeah, 
George, it, it George. George. I, don't, I don't think no, it's not Carl. It's, it's, it's not Carl. It's definitely not Carl. Carl super Carl, yeah. Carl. Carl's the Utah Jazz. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Legend for on and off the court. Well, not really. Yeah. And no, on the court legend, off the court bad guy. Yeah. And I'm just gonna but, put it. Yeah. Leave it at that. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, Mike Malone. Mike Malone been there since 2015. You know, yeah. he's he's one of the longer tenured coaches in the NBA. There's it, only so many people that has been there. They can say that. Like, it's not like Denver got frustrated. Oh, man, you know, Mike ain't doing his job. It's time to fire him. No, they just like, all right, we're just going to run it back, build around, add a piece. Joker gets better. We're going to drop the kid, Jamal Murray, and we're going to keep him pushing. Like, and, and, it, and, and took a, a, a necessary gamble on Michael Porter Jr., where people like, oh, he's back. And, oh. uh, From- and I think- and and that that plays that plays a huge role. And now you know, the past couple of years, you see him start, you know, trading pieces like trading to get Aaron Gordon, right? You know, someone that can fit along a play, playing play along right next to Joker, right? You know, making trades, the man midseason trade, like all right, let's bolster this bench, right? Let's go ahead and grab this, you know, a couple pieces. I don't remember the names, but like the thing about Denver is like they've been operating humming. You know, consistently, you know, taking taking steps since 2015 when they put when they put you know Mike Malone in place, right? And you know, this didn't happen overnight. They've been knocking at the door for a while. Like you knew mm-hmm. that they knew that they was coming, right? You seeing Joker put up two MVP, put two put up back to back two MVP seasons, right? One year, you know, and. You know, maybe it would have made even more more noise one year if it, if Jamar Murray didn't tear his ACL. Yep. You know, and so Jamal is really just really getting back back to where he was. You know, like what I think the what was the game three, like Jamal came out and dropped like twenty in the first quarter. It was like, yeah, he's starting to feel it, and and they they had to start pressing him. The whole game, they start putting shooter on them the whole time because, like, all right, we can't have that little nigga getting off, right? What was happening? And then it's just that Jamal and Yoke and Jokic, you know, two man game was better than AD and LeBron's. Yo, I'm looking at their roster. They got a lot. They just, they're a deep team. They yeah. Do, they got, but, I mean, Bruce Bowen Jr., know. Thomas Bryant, Thomas Bryant, who was a, who was a, a, a serviceable big, right? Uh, yeah. KCP, Aaron Gore, Vlantago Concord, who's a, is a, a shooting small forward. Jeff Green, Reggie Jackson, Nico, uh, Nicole Joker, DeAndre Jordan, Jamal Murray, uh, the the uh, kind of poor man's uh, Joe Kim Norma, Joe Kim Noah, and. Uh, Zeke Najai from Arizona, Michael Porter Jr. is Smith, and I don't know who Peyton Watson is, but young that's cat. That's, 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 that's a that's that's a long I don't know if you noticed, but uh they've been going with like a seven man rotation for the Oh playoffs. yeah. I mean, but that's that was crazy, yeah. But that's but that's, that's, that's what a, that's generally yeah, that's what happens. I mean, at at <laughs> most you go eight, nine. And 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 the other hidden thing, or at least the beauty thing. You went on mute, kid. 
they've, they've been healthy, and that's the that's the most critical thing you can ask yeah. for. Any team, any playoff run that you you go on, the healthiest team with the best talent wins. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing the thing that's scary about this Miami series, right, is that now they they starting to fall off one by one. <laughs> you know, Ty Tyler got mm-hmm. hurt, Dave got hurt. You know, you there's only so many undrafted players you can use <laughs> to try to beat these teams. They got top top ten picks on them. Yeah, you know? no, yeah. You, you you ain't lying about that. But and it if does, they don't win in Miami, uh, it's a wrap. Oh, it's a wrap. There's so much pressures on them. Come come sweat. Um, it is what? Yeah, but I gotta go. I, I gotta go. I'll catch up with y'all. Hey man, it's good what? seeing you, man. Well, I will see you in twenty four hours, sir. Yeah, deuces, so, deuces. That is Desmond Jones from Catching the Game podcast, and also the best little brother in the world. Uh, Shep, he brought up some interesting points before he went. Like, uh, I mean, he. He broke it down so yeah. it can be forever really broken, like for like four flats on the lack. Like, that's crazy. Like, he did a great job. Yeah, I mean, and I can go through a season and, and you know, we go, I hate to use the word narrative, but, you know, you talk about it's all about the Lakers. Philadelphia having their doing what they're doing. Boston's supposed to be, you know, and it's just like Denver just goes kind of, Quiet through through the year, you know. Yeah, unless, Phoenix, unless, Phoenix Golden State. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it was all Golden John. State. Oh, John is guns and bro, and you don't hear nothing about Denver, you know. And unless the only time you hear about Denver is if Jokic has a a, a a stat party, you know, he hits for over forty or, or gets fifty or, or gets ten rebounds like, in the first eight minutes of the game. Yeah. You know, and then and it's so consistent that when MVP book voting starts going on, you're like, Jokic is right there in the conversation. And you're like, I, I keep forgetting Denver has a team. I keep, <laughs> I still think with Tumble still playing there. <laughs> or, or, or Carmelo. Shout out and shout out to Carmelo oh, yeah, who retired. It, it, that's, it's crazy because I remember distinctly. I was in Vegas and I remember I just you know that the the uh NCAA college basketball 2002 right and um no 2003 sorry and uh and him and people was like hey what do you think you you know you know I was like I I, I don't think anyone's touching Carmelo cuz I think he's Carmelo was what LeBron would have looked like if he went if LeBron went to college for a year you know, like mm-hmm. you just couldn't do nothing with him. You know, I heard my heard my guy Jason Goff say from arc to block, from the top of the key to the block, pound for pound, there was no there was no better score than Carmelo. And I was like, thought about it. I was like, yeah, he's absolutely right. With all due respect to to Kobe, to 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 LeBron, but. Carmelo could get you. He could. He could hit the three. He could hit you. Hit with the mid. He could get you in the post. He. He was, you know, Carmelo. He just one of the best. Just pure scores and toughest yeah. assignments for anyone. Bro, then he had, it was him and AI at one point. 
Yeah, but that was kind of that was old. That was old and chunky AI. But still, man, that that you know, and then he got to the uh, you know he was mm-hmm. on the Knicks, and uh, that was that was some, some cool cool ass stuff with him. Yeah, man. Speaking of though, culture third third segment. Um, so we 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 we're talking about the Nuggets and how they <laughs> built this man. great. We talk about practice, <laughs> not a game. But we're talking about how they're, you know, they they built this great culture, and we got our tourists from that culture sitting around watching these playoffs. And this is probably as good as these playoffs has been since the Bulls were eliminated, which I knew was going to happen. I haven't, I don't know. Some the Bulls killed my my basketball spirit this year. I don't know what it is. I have not watched mm-hmm. nearly as much playoff basketball. I kind of was like, I kind of threw up the up. Uh, not really interested until we get to the finals flag, you know, and, and kind of just peeked in here and there. Um, but when you're sitting watching these games or you're watching highlights or whatnot, and you look at the Bulls and where they are right now, does this make you, do you feel like, there needs to be change. Is it, are you more so? Because I know we, we asked questions. This is a little bit of a spin off the last show where we talked about the Bulls. Like, as far as do you feel like they need to run it back and tra- run it back with some some out some tweaks on the outside? So some of the ancillary pieces, or does this make you wanna? Hey, one of you three, if not two of you three, need to go, and we need to kind of just not necessarily tear this down, but kind of just reshuffle a lot of these cards or option three, be like, you know what? There's no path forward. We need to go ahead and just re no tear this all the way down to the studs again. Um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really a big tear down to studs. I think, you know, and it's not necessarily that doesn't necessarily mean I think they should have run it back, but I just think they need to have a different philosophy, you know, like get these, like these, what, like what chef, like get these youth players that you, that you got drafted and, and, and in development and get them more, more active. Like, I don't They didn't get uh Dale and Terry in, in games until March. And that was out know? of necessity. <laughs> that was out and, of necessity. Yeah. And, and, and but that's, that's, that's crazy to me because, you know, you if if you're on the team, you know, like I understand, and and it wasn't like they were came out the gates hot, and and they were going into December, you know, uh, within the, in the top four teams in the league or anything like that. Like they were struggling throughout the year, and already opening the year with with an injury, you know, and and you sitting there with a, a high energy player like that, and you're not getting them two, three minutes by December, you know, and I, I just, and, you know, they did the same thing with uh, uh, P. Will, you know, it took him a minute to get in there, you know, so it's just, I just think they get a, a philosophy where they, they got to get these, these other kids going, if, you know, shouldn't draft these draft picks. So we're sitting there looking, you know, with the, at the draft lottery, like, man, we hope we get it get that pick but 
You know, like get that top pick. Like, is, is he really going to play? <laughs> right. No, it's interesting you said that because the one thing that, you know, we heard when AK and, and, and Mark Eversley came through, one of the big things that we were sold on, and I'm not saying that it was wrong because I think it was desperately needed, but how they had to get this structure and this infrastructure up. And there was, they, there was such a lack of scouting and a lack, lack of development and coaches. And that was a big thing. We're going to develop our players. Well, let's see so far, which you really haven't developed anyone. Like P. Will still is more potential than performance. Though and, I will and say... He, and he started playing out of necessity. Right. And when then I will say it. he did toward the end of the season start to be, you could see something kind of... I'm hoping catapults him more so for the summer and next year. Uh, I the, the person that developed the most to me this year was Kobe White. Yes. More complete game. Yes. But P. Will um, was toward the end of the season. But, uh, you know, he's Dalen Terry, no development. A.O. took a step back. And Marco Simmons, uh, the dude that they drafted two years ago for overseas, uh, he's killing in the G. He's killing. Yeah, like he's killing the G League, but, but he's he can't get any run. He can't get any run. So, and then and then and then on top of it, you did all this moving around. You lost the draft. You have no picks in this draft. And the guy that you gave up the draft pick for all those draft picks for, well, majority of those draft picks for, I should say, is a unrestricted free agent. Who but you still haven't figured out what you're going to do yet. Right. And who doesn't know if he wants to come back to this mess? Like it's to me one. So it sounds like you're more so on the lines of changing the shuffling some of those ancillary pieces, getting some, I'm sure you're probably the same stuff we've been talking about getting mm-hmm. a point guard, a, a, you know, a, a kind of three and D point guard uh, who can run the offense spread the floor, play good defense. They need they need more outside shooting, and they need a rim protection. I don't know how they'll be able to do all that with mid-level exception and basically veteran minimums, but we'll see, right? Yeah. I, but I, 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 I think for them, they have to bring Vooch back. Even if it's a two-year, $100 million deal, you need to bring him back. Yeah, otherwise, he's a, he's a scorer. I mean, he, he's he has something to add. He's the only you have you have barely any front court production now as is. If you lose him for nothing, you have zero front court. Hmm. Right? You got you, he's a double double. You know he's the most consistent out of all of them. Play all eighty two games, double double, yep. right? And. Let's be honest; is wasn't as featured as as much as he probably should. I'm not saying he's going to be Joker. He's right. not. He's not that. But no. he could. Could he be Demontis Sabonis? Yeah. Uh-huh. Can he be you know 22 in in, in 12? Yeah. If, especially if you feature him more and get him some more touches near the near the paint. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if you get a point guard, it's going to feed up that that point guard. You know. He'll be able to make plays. He'll be able to get down low and, and, and play that two-man game. If it's me, I'm trading DeMar, getting some pieces, and bringing back DeRose, bringing back uh, Vooch. And that way, too, P. Will, I think P. Will is more of a three. 
he he can post because he that way he can post up smaller threes. Or if you have a bigger three, he can get past them. He's athletic enough to get past them or get or and go through them. Because oh. there's been some times where he just he went he went straight to the rim. You're like, oh, okay. You're like he's he's starting to figure it out, right? Yeah. Or they, they or, need high energy, they need more high energy players. Yeah, I I agree. Right. Or or if you really want to be like, I would not be mad either if they traded Zach. He's gonna give you the most big, he's gonna give you the biggest return. Yeah, and he yeah. said he's he he alone was moving that around and getting some people for it. He alone would alleviate some of your cap issues. Mm-hmm. So, as much as Zach is, you know, I, I don't think I just don't think Zach is the guy. He's not Jimmy. He's not Tatum. He's not Brown. No. He's not uh, Jamal Murray. He's not Booker. He's not Giannis. He's not, uh, you know, he's not any of those cats. He's, you know, he's not. Look, so if you're not getting, if he's not one of those cats and you paid him all this money, and, th- and that money should be reserved for that type of level of cat, then get, you know, I would I'd trade, trade him while the value is high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause, you know, when you see see Zach, you would want him. He should have been, even though he's not any of those cats you just named. You would think he would took at least taking over more games than he did. He he did he the <clears throat> uh, the the first game he did in the playoffs, the first playing game. Yeah. The second playoff game he. Where this was for the okay, you want to show and he 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 was he had a terrible game. He was the main reason why the Bulls lost that game. Like I'm not putting the blame on him, but, but his, if he had just took over that fourth quarter, you know, he, yeah, he he didn't. So, and it's such a weird dynamic between me, him, and Demar. You know, like both of them, Demar could take over fourth quarter, but he didn't do it as consistently this year, which was expected because last year was insane what he was doing. His usage and for to keep it, all, his usage rates the not this past season, but the year before was unheard of. Yeah, yeah. So by the time they got to the playoffs last year, you know, you just knew like Demar was gonna. Demar was much worn intent. out. Zach was playing to his credit. He was playing hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. You know and. They were banged up, and they again, team looks a lot different. I mean, the, the missing, the missing thing they they're not getting back. Lonzo's yeah. not Lonzo's career, and I think that's 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 the crazy thing because you look at at Lonzo, and they're and they're saying okay, we can run it back because we think Lonzo's coming back. But you look at the type of player that he is, and if you feel that Lonzo is your missing piece. In the meantime, wouldn't you want to get a player at least some type similar in what he does? Exactly. And they didn't do anything like that. They're just like, well, we'll just let you know, Ayo run run the show for you know from that position. It was a hope and a prayer and a wish, and he never not looking at the staring. There was no. It's the same. Listen, it's the same problem, honestly. And I said this several it's a repeating theme with, with this pod, but it's the lack of positional redundancy that plagues not only the Chicago Bulls, but the Chicago White Sox. Yeah. 
But I mean, but the, I guess it, it it baffles me how the the winning formula for your team is right there in front of you, and and how a player should be, but yet you're holding on to the actual player, waiting for that, you know. So you should be if you know your team runs on 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 a certain type of oil. You know, and, that, and you run out of that oil, shouldn't you get like a synthetic, like something similar to that oil to, to at least get you, you to would, where you're trying to go? You would think unless it it's cost, just, unless the cost was just too, you know, unless people, I don't, I don't know, but that's. Or even after two years, you could have, you could have developed somebody by yeah. this point. Again, for, for what? Positional redundancy. You need yeah. to have a, if you have a system that you truly believe in, you should know these point guards or these players can do this, this, and this. Like when the type of team that you have, yeah. right? Like think think back when the Bulls in the in the heyday, we had we had starting lineup was what John Paxson, Jordan, Pippen, Grant, Cartwright, right? Mm-hmm. Then it, Paxson was replaced by who? Was it Hoiberg or nope? Oh, um, Kerr. Nope. But you're right. But he was he's in that mold, right? Yeah. That that. that. But even the centers, even the centers, like right. Cartwright, but, Longley. But before, before you get, you go John Paxson, and you got Steve Kerr in the middle. You got yeah. BJ Armstrong. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah. BJ did the same thing that John did. Same shoot, same shooting the same shots that John was shooting. Mm-hmm. Right, you know what I mean? Like so, <laughs> you don't. And it's like it's like the. It's like the blueprint is there. Right. It's, 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 it's not even the, the same dude is still owning the team. Like, he should be able to go, back. okay, listen, this is how we had it. Like, just copy this. Take my notes, copy it down. Go. This is how, how we need to so, change, change your name on the top of the sheet of the paper. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know, bro. Like, I like again, like I said, it's, 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 it's maddening. It's frustrating. Um, for both, like I say, being a Bulls, white, the, the only and, and, and it might have been more, it might have just talked to the, to how impactful Jerry Krause was. I was just, a, <laughs> I was just about to say that. Maybe he, he probably took the blueprint with him and as didn't leave anything much, behind. <laughs> as much crap as we give Jerry Krause, and we do give him praise, rightfully no. so, but he might have had, he yeah. might have been on to something. Because if you think about it, because mm-hmm. if you really think about it, him sending up to Michael and not trading to get Michael Tucker or like Rodney McCray. Well, not he did they did get Rodney McCray. Um, I forgot who's the other guy they, that Mike really, really wanted that that Cross was like, no. Then getting Tony Kukoc, mm-hmm. you know, and being forward thinking with that. Like there was a lot of things and then bring similar in, to Scotty Pippen. Right, right. Bro, like, he had he had a script that he was going to follow. If and his if he could have just been a little bit less ego, and you know who knows what that could happen. But that's a lot. That's a that's we'll we'll let Disney write that what if script. But Ooh. it's just it's just so frustrating. Like it, honestly, if it's not if if there wasn't for the optimism of the Bears, of the Cubs, even though they're kind of struggling right now but that's to be expected uh, because yeah, they're, they're at where they're they're supposed they're, to be they're at. a season they're a season away they're they're off mm-hmm. season away 
with these younger kids developing and still younger kids like uh, PCA still in there and Brendan Davis still um, they got you know they still got some prospects they're still oh, yeah. haven't came yeah. up Pitching yet prospects. right so they're they're another offseason away with those prospects before they should be all right 85 plus wins mm-hmm. you know what I mean um, but they're still you're you're at that fun stage where you could see, you could start to see it right Christopher yeah. Morrell doing what he's been doing uh, who should have been up honestly the whole season Nikki Matt Nick you know Nikki two strikes should have been <laughs> oh no I mean I I know that the the the, the, the Christopher Morrell should have been up the whole no, time he he needs to go to he needs to go to AAA he needs he needs some time over magic Matt keeping Matt no I was not down with Matt on this before. season. On this season, yes, this okay. is the perfect okay. timing. Yeah, okay, I can see that. I can see that. I can he came up. He came up at the right time. Mervis, I, better first baseman, better hitter than Hosmer. I, I I didn't like the Hosmer sign for the Cubs from get go. I like Trey Mancini. I could see because you can uh, move him to DH, right? But yeah, but you got Mervis there. Patrick Wisdom still. I think it played at third DH, you know, it'd be third third baseman slash DH slash first baseman. Mm-hmm. Give so you got some vers- versatility. But again, they if you look at the Cubs, what do they have? They have position redundancy. Yes. You know, yeah. throughout the whole team, from outfield to infield. They have yes. people who can play multiple positions. So they're always flexible. We we got a catcher, Amaya, that does yes. you know, came up, you know, and we don't have a position for him. You know, and but that that that's the good thing about it. It's like it's like you, you're stuffing the ball, and it, and it's but it's about to bust, but you're trying to hold it as long as possible. You know, because like these these young kids, they're there, but you got these veterans that are just they're they're play setters. You know, so. Meanwhile, the White Sox got dudes looking like me coming, <laughs> trying to pitch, <laughs> trying to pitch. Um, you know, and their bullpen, I got to give them their bullpen actually for not having Liam Hendricks without having Garrett Crochet and they're winning of late. Like, you know, they're, 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 they actually, yeah, they they're five and they're, I looked this morning, even though they're nine, they're nine games or eight games over under 500, but they're only five and a half out of first place, which is crazy. Um, I think the top four teams in the AL East. All, all would be a first place in the in the AL Central. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like the, 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 it's 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 a trash division, bro. Um, but same with same with NL Central. Yeah, the White Sox are currently twenty. Yeah, they're I'm sorry, they're twenty one and thirty one. So they're ten games, but they're uh they're six. They're someone must have won. I think Twins must have won today. So they're six games out of first, and the Twins who are twenty six to 24, 24 are in first place. So. <laughs> I just, it's just, uh, you know, and you look at, you know, people go down and what's going to happen. And, and it's just a key, the White Sox problem is their key players keep getting hurt. Uh, you know, Robert starts being what we thought it was and he gets hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. Eloy was getting hurt and he had, uh, Eloy was starting getting a groove. He had to get his appendix out. Timmy got hurt. I mean, uh, Mankata at the beginning of the season, it's just, it's just so so frustrating. Like I just I just need to get to, I just need to get to August as a sport fan. I need to get to August. Just give me the that's just give me the just give me the freaking preseason football, and I can start worrying mm. about looking at rosters and 
and and stuff like that and see what the what the bears doing. Uh speaking of bears, we'll end the show on this. OTAs. Kicked off kicked yeah, off this weekend. You haven't seen anything? I haven't seen a thing. Okay, you gotta go on YouTube. I I'm I'm intrigued. Uh we don't know uh Jalen Johnson. It's it's violent it's uh I just hear I heard about that, but I, I'm I'm not even worried about that. I'm not I'm not either. Uh, I am Nate Davis not showing up. Interesting. That's, I hope everything yeah. is that what because he he got his money. What's going on with him? Right. No one knows. Like it's it's kind of. I don't hope he's okay. I don't know if it's a personal family issue, whatever. But not there. So I know they lined up. Braxton, uh, Tevin Jenkins was on the second, was on the was on the left side. He's left guard. Cody at center. They had Carter, uh, the kid they draft from Southern at right mm-hmm. guard over Patrick. So I thought, oh, maybe Lucas Patrick is recovering. No, he's healthy. He's there. They just had this kid starting over him, which was my, you know, I did the Arsenio mm-hmm. hmm, to that. And then Darnell Wright on the outside. Right, so, right, right. you know, and... It's- and I did see a comment of that the with the line how last year uh Iberfus was saying that you know they just they're they're kind of looking to see if they can get continuity on the line. Mm-hmm. So they were trying different things throughout. And I hear like this year they have they know it's not about continuity now, and now it's about these are guys that are gonna be there. Yeah. So We'll see. Like I said, I'm you not, say Carter's been a guard, especially over, over, over Patrick. So. Right. And Doug Kramer was back. So the the the, the center from Illinois uh, that basically was red because he had a uh, um, a foot injury. I don't know if it was uh, mm-hmm. a Liz Frank. Uh, yeah, it was. I believe it was that. So. Um, so so was, if Carter's uh, at guard and Kramer's back doing a back at center, somebody might not make it. Looking at Lucas Patrick. Yeah, don't get too comfortable. You and your toe. (laughs) Get too comfortable. Haven't heard Larry Borum's name around, or Alex Leatherwood either, but uh, they mentioned Kellen Dyche. Uh, They they picked up those on the practice squad last year. Oh, Uh, he's back? He's in there? Yeah, he's in there, but he's been not playing outside. He's been playing inside. He's been playing. He was actually, if I remember hearing right, he was a, the second team left guard. Oh. Which, again, you think that would have gone to Lucas Patrick, right? So, uh, yeah. So, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. It, wow. So, and then they went through the draft and they didn't get a center there. So you would thought well, if you, if you, you think would have thought Patrick would have been right. But you think about it, you got Cody, you got Lucas, you got Kramer. Uh they even I read somewhere or saw a video. Um uh, I would love to know. Uh, it wasn't my guy Harrison uh Graham on Bears chat now, who does a really good job. Um, but it was someone was talking about there was mentioning how Carter can be a guard or center. Like they worked him out to where he got some vers- positional versatility. And he was he was working out with uh, Braxton Jones and uh, Olin Cruz, wasn't he? I believe so. Yes. 
So, like I said, maybe that to that. Trying to get in where he can fit in. I'm smart. I mean, you know, if you can play two positions, now you 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 become valuable to the team, and it increases your chances of getting playing time one way or the other. Mm -hmm. So. Now it makes sense too why they they pass on centers because now they you know they have some they have depth you, you theoretically yeah. have four three to four possible centers on your team between Cody, uh, Patrick, uh, Kramer, and then now Carter. Those are mm-hmm. basically four people who can play that position theoretically. Yeah. I didn't think it was funny that Sam Mustafer signed with the Baltimore Ravens. I was like, oh, the one year deal. <laughs> yeah, I was like, huh. I mean, and again, for a guy who was undrafted from Notre Dame, he, he still won. He still started. I mean, for undrafted, yeah. play, he, he started over 30-some-odd games. You know. And it, I mean, he and he was consistently there. Like, he was. Yeah, serviceable dude, backup. If you, if you need, I mean, I wouldn't. If he, could, he can start in the pinch. Right, yeah. you know. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I I was cool with Sam Mustafer, but I wanted an upgrade, and I, I think Cody's a better. He's at this point, he's not Pro Bowl level, but he is still serviceable. He still is a solid. If he were to be, you know, um, Danny Parkins said this. He said the Bo- the Bears for the first time on across the cross the offensive line, the projected starting offensive line, for the first time in. Probably a decade. They have stars all across that. If they were cut tomorrow, somebody would pick him up, pick them up, like instantly. Mm-hmm. It's like, so you should know that. Yeah. Again. yeah. I was like, when he said that, I was like, huh, you're right. And I was thinking, I was like, when was the last time they could say that? I was like, eh, yeah, I was like, like, like from start from. Left tackle to right tackle. I was like, yeah, that's 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 probably true. Because even in seventeen, they had I forgot what it was, but they had a they had a uh, I don't know if it was a right tackle or right guard problem, like, but they had a problem. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, that's probably true. That's yeah. probably true. So um, yeah, it, it's like I said, I, I just got to get. I just got to get. Just gotta, I mean, June. It's crazy the fact that we're June's already here, bro. Yes. Like we're we're at summertime. When when's your last day of school? Or did you already hit it? Yesterday. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So yeah. So it's just crazy that we're here in you know, we got you know, That's what threw me off guard with the OTAs. Like, God damn, we already in OTAs. Oh yeah, OTAs. Bro. And, uh, actually, I haven't had a chance to dig into see I saw a couple of, you know, I know Fields and, and Morgan getting everything on. And I think earlier today, uh, I saw something about Claypool um, coming in much better. Yeah, so there was, there was, Justin made some comments about his attitude. And some people, some people were like, attitude? Like saying, oh, he has, he's in a great, he's got a great attitude, he's, he has a better attitude going on. Like, well, what was wrong with his attitude last year? Yeah. You know, type, like, type of thought process. So, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm very much of the opinion that the Bears, I want, I'm, I'm liking this, this where they're at, because there's still enough doubters who haven't been paying attention to what they're doing, like, you know, and and downplaying 
the Bears, particularly Justin. So I like that being in that position. I'd rather be still in this underdog. We're kind of like this under the radar type thing. Mm-hmm. I think that sets them up for. I'm not. I'm not saying they're going to win ten games, but if they won ten games, I wouldn't be shocked. Right. You know that means they were healthy. Justin took a step. I wouldn't be shocked. Like if they can have that eagle step of not this this past year, but the year before. They can take that step. Now we're cooking with something, especially when you count it, come up with the fact that prior to any extension talk, they're going to have 120, 120 plus million in salary cap space next offseason. Yeah. On top yeah. of two mm-hmm. first round, two first round draft picks. Yeah, they don't have two seconds, I think. No. No, they got two. They got they got Carolina's one this year, and then they got their two the following year after that. That's it. Okay. So yeah, but yeah, you're right, man. This year, I think this year their games we're going to see more competent football. Yeah, and so even even if they even if they lose, but they're losing thirty to thirty four. And it's not they're losing because they're missing a piece. Yeah, they're missing a instead of. Because we're missing a team. No. Right. We're just missing a piece. We need we need, some, we need edge rushers. Because honestly, if you think about that team right now, that's their biggest question mark probably across the board. Who's their yeah. edge? Where are they going to get pressure from on the edges? Or or even, yeah. the, I mean, and even you, and, and with and not putting too much saying, hey, we got these three rookie defensive tackles. We don't know how good they can be. I, I honestly think I'm going to go on record early. I think the defensive tackle is going to shine out of the draft picks that they have is the, the, the dude from uh, the, the Travis Bell. Ooh, Kennesaw State kid. I, I got to just, I just got a feeling. Just got a feeling. I think they're all going to do, I think they're all going to be, I think Jervon Dexter is going to be better than what people thought. But I think yeah. the one that's going to pop. They'll have a good rotation. Yeah, yeah. I think the one that's going to pop is going to be Travis Bell. I think he's going to, he's going to have a lot of wild play. Mm-hmm. Out of the three, so that's just my. I, I'm gonna call it right now. Like, just, 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 I like sorry. it. I like it. You know, I, you know me. I get I get excited for our, you know lower end draft picks doing their thing. You know, especially with the DBs they got. You know. Yep, that's DBs and, and and linebackers. Like again, if I if that does if, the, the, the levels biggest, are getting taken care of. And, and, when you, and when you think about the, the edge rushers, like if you go like throughout the past few years, like every year a team is always looking for edge rushers. So it's like edge rushers are is 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 a position that you go out and you could get get in a trade, you know, depending on it, how your season goes. Right, right, and and what what the asking cost is, like you can't, yeah. you know, maybe instead of giving up a fourth, you may give up a third round, but. It's like, easier. Maybe you're not getting to the quarterback, but you but you are containing enough and right. you have to wait till next year. Right. You just kind of roll it out like oh, I'll deal with it and wait and do it in the offseason and the draft. Because again, the Bears can be because again, defense, we, we depth and defensive back depth. Their linebackers are set. They're, yeah. they're five. Their linebackers are good to go. Oh, and they have competition. Like, and that's another thing they, they didn't did. They didn't create tons of competition throughout this whole team. Yep. Competition Tons. at linebacker, talk- competition at running back, competition at wide receiver, not necessarily a tight yeah. end, 
but you still got you still got two solid tight ends with Tanya yeah. and Komet, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I said, the biggest question mark is going to be is their defensive line, maybe left tackle, maybe with with Braxton Jones, but you just projecting he started every game, he looked better, much better in the second half of the season than he did the beginning part of the season. Mm-hmm. So you're hoping, and he got stronger, and he had another, he had a full off season. He knows yeah. what the NFL's and, like. And- and he was with the uh, Owen Crutes. Right. So uh, if you're projecting, even if he's just competent, the Bears should be in a lot better shape. So, again, that if you give them more talent, again, I, I think set, I, I'm, I'm expecting at least six to seven games bare minimum. Seven, to t- but six, anywhere from, okay, let me say this. From six to ten games. I would not be surprised if anything. If anything is less than that, something co- co- you know, something colossally went wrong. Oh, yeah. Justin got yeah. hurt. Yeah. Um, and we didn't even talk about the running back room either. Right? No, I, I mentioned the running back. I said running back. Okay. I said, I said, but yeah, but you got Roshan. You got uh, Herbert. Herbert. You got for, uh, Dante Foreman. Foreman. Um, and, there, and there's still talks about if if the bull, the Bears might be interested if Dalvin Cook gets cut. Mm, yeah, I've seen that float around. Like, you talk about a deep room there. Like, I mean, again, I mean, and I mean, like going back to last year when, when we talked about projection wins, I always said five was you know teams should be able to win five games throughout the year, you know, and I think they would have got five had they kept Roquan and yeah, uh, yeah, you know, and like. We're doing over under, and we said, you know, they're gonna get under five wins. Like they, they should accidentally walk into five wins if they were healthy, and and all the players are on there, and yeah, they. And so this year, I'm it's same thing. I'm like, I'm thinking, like they should definitely really get, you know, they should be able to walk into five wins, and then add on another two or three on that. Yep, especially because they more talent. They're they're right now on paper, they're a more talented team than they were last year. Yeah. Yeah. And Justin's in the second system, second year of a system. He's got more weapons. Yeah, and they and they they do like what you said earlier. They have their uh, position redundancy taken care of. Yeah, for the most part. I do. I am worried about safety though, because we don't know what Eddie Jackson's going to be. So I am a little bit worried about. I work cornerbacks. I'm solid. Safeties. Uh, I mean, I lean more towards when, when if, if like with the safeties, I'm going to lean more on the coaching. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm, just, I'm just saying in general, like if I had to, and I feel like I'm nitpicking, but but that's a good thing that that, that that's your at. It's yeah, just, just I, I'm feeling I'm nit, I'm nitpicking just a little bit. If I if I had to say anything outside of the defensive line, it would be safeties. And I'm sh- and, 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 and safeties, tight ends, and offensive line depth. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. They still got and they still got time to to, to add because yeah. because they're honestly they're waiting for these June first cuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we'll see. We'll see. And that's that's next week. Yes. Goodness. Oh, oh, I know. What I want to. I want to say real quick. Oh wow, that was a double one. I didn't. I don't know how I did that. Um. <laughs> I know I want to say totally switching gears. 
totally switching gears. Uh, I think I know where you're going. So, because we're coming into the season of, of, of movies and they're coming, yeah, it's not July. It's not July. Because usually, like, when we grew up, it was always July. July. First week like, of July. Like, yeah, it was like the end of June, going to, going to like, first, second, third week of July, where the boost get banger after banger after banger. Now, it starts now. I will say this. That's <laughs> baseball. Now. It's, it starts it's, now. It starts now. Um, Because <laughs> we got, well, so I saw Fast and the Furious last weekend. And I'm pod committed at this. I've I, I went. I remember I went to the one to the movie theater in Cherryville with Jeff Jory and my friend Christine. We went to go see the very first Fast and the Furious. I remember it very vividly. We went to like a ten o'clock showing. Um. So I've been down with Fast and Furious since 2001, and I've been watching them ever since. This and Fast Five is still the best best one. Since the first one to me. And that's the one that... That was uh, in Brazil with Brazil The Rock. With the, yes. When The Rock was introduced, right? Yeah. That was like the last time it was really, really, really good. This I, movie, And I only made it two more past that. <laughs> yeah, so I still would go watch the ones past that before you watch this one. Um, but this one was probably the closest to Fast Five as far as my... Really? From a... From a stakes scene, and like, and Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa did a really good job because he was like, he wasn't your typical bad guy. Like he was, he was right. on some Heath Ledger, Dark Knight type stuff as a bad guy, and I was like, yo, like it was really good. Yes, was there was there still some ridiculousness? Yes, but. The fact that it left a, 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 a spoiler, it was it did leave on a cliffhanger, um, and there's going to be at least one, if not two, more movies. But I thought it was really well. It, it got me hyped. I actually want to see it again in the movie theaters. That's how good it was to me. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So now, now I'm um, intrigued. So you got that next week. I am so the the reviews are coming out from people that I trust. Uh, Spider Man into the spot uh, across the Spider Verse. They're saying is not only the best animated movie of all time, it might be up for just best movie of all time. Period. Man. And so, yeah, I best they said best Marvel movie, like the like into the Spider Verse was 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 up there was best animated movie. Before, like, and he kind of picked, takes and it. And it's crazy. It took me so long to watch that. That movie, I, I accidentally saw it, and I'm still, still shocked that you that it was like that. But, but it is what it is. I still love you. Uh, <laughs> but they just said that <laughs> they said that this one is as good, if not better, than that one. And wow. so I was like, oh, I'm here for that then. Um, so we have that. Then we have, I'm, I have not been so hyped for a Transformers movie since the first one. And this movie, this, this rise of the beast to me in order of, it looks great. So in my, in my quick, my quick, uh, order of Transformer movies, it's, um, the first Transformers, then Bumblebee. Yes. 
then Dark of the Moon, and then the rest are fall. How the Dark of the Moon was the one in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So those three, those like those like the top three movies. But from what I heard, Rise of the Beast is probably the best entry into the best entry into this into this story. Uh, I mean, best best movie out of all the Transformers thus far. So yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Then we get Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. So I this these next few weeks, my money is going to be tight because I'm going to spend a lot of money at the movie theater. So are you not feeling the Flash? Oh, so I forgot about the Flash. I'm going to see the Flash simply because. And here's the and, and we don't have time to get into it, but here's what I will say. I'm torn. I want to see the flash because I heard the movie was so great, but I don't want to support Ezra Miller, especially with this Ugh. whole, with this whole thing. And, and I, and, and I want to support, the, I want to support the people who made the movie despite yes. of it. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I get, I get I, the, the hesitancy, I can't, but I can't, there's I can't so get many other with, moving parts. With, yeah. With, with things, I, I, so. But, I, but, but Shep, it's the whole thing too, for me, the, we, we we go into a whole nother hour, which we don't have time for, but uh, for of uh, the whole double standard with Ezra Miller and, uh, uh, oh, I just forgot, Kang, uh, Jonathan uh, majors, majors. majors, you know, uh, off of speculation, you know, just, and, 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 yeah, and we got to let this process, but there, there's so much stuff they're being said and, and done and blah, 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 blah. But, uh, shout out and, and shout out to him. Cause he's, he's dating Megan good. So out of all of that, he, he's still winning at life. He, you know, we know he's, his career's up in the air, but he's got Megan good. So shout out to him for that. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I, I, you got the Flash too. I forgot about that. There's another animated movie that's supposed to be really good, but I don't watch those animated movies like from Pixar, Disney, like I used to. So I would. Uh, like it's on Elementals. Yeah. So. Yeah, that'll be uh, a wait too. So, but yeah, I mean, we're just entering a really good season of movies. Oh, and then and, and on top of Disney Plus comes out with, uh, Secret Invasion. Yes. Yep. Which looks so super. It's like the best spy thriller since. Captain America and the Winter Soldier, which is one of my favorite top five MCU MCU movies uh, of all time. So I'm just really looking forward to this 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 next batch of uh, stuff. Even though we're still in the midst of the writer strike, uh, but from mm-hmm. an entertainment standpoint, um, I'm I'm down. Which one have of those? You, uh, have you not Have you not gone seen uh, Guardians of the Galaxy yet? I did see Guardians. Guardians was uh, I haven't seen it yet. It was. I might even go. Tomorrow, Saturday. I will say this Guardians. If you know about Guardians, the Guardians of the Galaxy, and, and it really followed up with the story or did a dive into it after, you no, know, with since they introduced into the MCU, um, it's going to be really good. Um, but it was a solid, it was probably, it, for sure, it was the best movie, along with Shang-Chi, since Infinity War and Endgame. By far, and in my and now and that can that will be probably included with all the TV shows. Like by far, I thought it was really, really good. So, oh, okay. I, I I really did like Guardians of the Galaxy a, a, a lot. Uh, definitely has some um, 
touching scenes for sure. So, yeah. so that's crazy. So you know, because I know you saying like June's June's hitting off with our movies, but they had a good a good leading slate of movies as well. Yeah, yeah Fast uh, Fast Nine is dinner. Fast X. Like I said, it, it's fa- Fast X. Um, but like I said, I will go back. I will go back and watch. Uh, oh, a little too early, Jones. Uh, I would go back and watch. So you said you got to Fast Five. So you got to seven. So you need to watch Fast Eight, Fast Nine, or Fast, or oh, obviously Ten. So you got two movies to catch up. Nine is the ridiculous. last one I saw was with uh, a female uh, Rousey, Ronda Rousey. Oh yeah, that's Fast from- Seven. That was jumped out the window with the car. They drove out the window. To so Mexico. you you saw it when? Oh, even nobody watched that whole movie. <laughs> I will go back and watch that because I believe that one. What was interesting about that one? That was was the end of uh, because that was when Paul Walker passed. Yeah. So that's so, so that one, which was which was another, that one was probably the most emotional one for obvious reasons. Um, I remember sitting in the movie theater and I, I, I got teary. I tears are going down because I was a, I've been a Paul Walker fan since, um, <laughs> since she's all that since uh, <laughs> varsity blues, you know what I mean? Oh, since man. the skulls, you know? Wow. Uh, so I was a huge Paul Walker fan. Uh, I actually wanted him to play Anakin Skywalker. I thought he would have been perfect, uh, back during that time, but he was a little bit too older. Uh, but, um, but yeah, so uh, Fast Seven was Fast Eight and Nine was definitely ridiculous. And it was a good premise, but you, the 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 like the big the big quote unquote scene eight and nine. I'm like, come on, man! Like, so that's that that's where. But so for me, I went in with low expectations. I just wanted Fast Ten to be better than Fast the last two, and it was. I said it was oh, probably God. the, it was probably closest to good. So I will go back and watch those just because so, you're there's gonna be there's gonna be a little some callbacks to some of those stuff, especially you know with uh, you know Tokyo Drift and all that. So you 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 need to absolutely watch eight and nine before you watch ten because you're gonna, you're gonna get into it and you'll be like wait wait what. What is that? And how is it? You know, you need to watch eight and nine because it, you, you, if you just jump, if you Hobbs and Shaw too. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just because there's a, there's an end scene in Hobbs and Shaw that fits into, there's an end credit scene that fits into 10. Mm. So, um, but you Hobbs and Shaw, you need to kind of know where, how that fits. Um, but so you would go, so you saw seven, you would watch eight. I would watch eight, nine, then Hobbs and Shaw, then 10. Mm. So yeah, three to watch. But Hobbs and Shaw really doesn't have like, theoretically what so far, what happened in Hobbs and Shaw has no purpose with the plot of Fast X. However, it does kind of, you'll be like, whoa, where's blah, blah, blah. That's why you need to watch Hobbs and Shaw. And I liked how, like Hobbs and Shaw was, was, was okay. I mean, again, they had some, they had some stupid, like, come on, man. (laughs) Like, come on, man. 
So, but yeah, so yeah, like I said, I, I'm looking forward to the summer. I'm looking forward to these movies, and we have to we're have to do our summer review. So the good thing about summer content for those tuning in, say, and thank you again for watching, uh, not watching, but keeping uh, listening to the Me and E show. Um, this summer with our content, we're going to be getting into more, uh, just the summer. The, some of the fun things that people have talked about that they really enjoy listening to us. We we'll talk about music, talk about movies and shows, and just talk about stuff going on in the world. So. We definitely appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Shep, before we go, any last words before I hit the outro? I'm going to hold off. <laughs> okay. no, 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 no wise, wise puns from, from Shep today. <laughs> you know what? I was about to say, this is a I'm trying to give you a chance. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no, no, look, this is a show that you had no buzzers. Not a one. Uh, no, don't do it. Don't mess it up now. Don't do that. Don't do that. No. Uh, oh, I got the mute button. I'm going mute. Go. go thank mute. you. Don't mess it up. Don't get teeth. <laughs> oh, God. Jeez. Damn. <sighs> I shouldn't have said anything. Four. Watermelon guts. <laughs> Chef Russell, who wants so bad to get this buzzer. For Desmond Jones, for the missing man from information, E Staples, I'm M Jones saying spread love. Because it's not only the Brooklyn way, it's the human way. And of course, as always, peace and humptiness forever. Episode 75 is in the books. We'll catch y'all next time. We out. Be show forever. <laughs> <laughs>